ready for tomorrow's news today. You're listening to Speak Life with Marty Lee. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Speak Life. I'm your host, Marty Layton, and I want you to know it's always an honor and always an extreme privilege to be here in this place with you each and every week. Uh, you can find us here every Friday night live, <clears throat> 7 p.m. Central Time right here in America. You know, and as a prophet of God, God has called me to speak life to you. And I want to thank each and every one of you for your constant support and uh, the way that you show your love for the prophetic anointing. You know, I, I get every email, I get every uh, text, I get every uh, instant message, all the things that you do to continue to communicate. You know, God is good and God sees all of this. You know, and as I've been declaring the word of the Lord, we are entering into a time of reward from the Lord. Amen. Restoration is coming, and uh, that means restoration for Israel, restoration for America, and restoration for you, and restoration for your nation as well. If you're hearing the word of the Lord tonight, just shout, restoration, amen? Restoration. God uh, God says restoration is coming now. First inspiration, then revelation, and now restoration. Many of you have had an inspiration, and you prayed, and God gave you revelation uh, to make a proclamation. You've stood through the testing of of time, the dedication, and even though uh, what looked like was devastation, you hung on to the promises of God, uh, which the promises of God always are yes and amen towards you. And now is the time for restoration, says the Lord, and God is turning it all around for you. Regardless of the turmoil in the nations, I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, I will smash Putin and his armies with my powerful fist, says the Lord. I've made a covenant with Israel and America, and when the Far East and their wicked rulers decided to make a pact with Putin and their Their unraveling began, says the Lord. They spoke it in secret, and now I'm declaring it openly. They spoke in secret and said, We will feast and feast on and digest the West. And they listened to demonic counsel. But now, says the Lord, their underground tunnels will collapse on them in both countries, China and Russia. And I will send a wind, and I will push their ships. And I will push their ground forces backward, and I will force them into a vulnerable position of retreat, and I will ground their fighter planes. And like Balak, they thought they could buy the airwaves and get the false prophets to curse my covenant people, just like Balak did with Balaam. But my people cannot be cursed, for my shout is among them, and I have turned their curses into great blessings for my people, says the Lord, and you will begin to see this. And the sons of Issachar are arising to know the times and the seasons and foresee what I am postured to do among the nations, says the Lord. And the blood of the children, the blood of the innocent cries out to me, and I will not keep silent. I will not allow my prophets 
to be silenced. No, I will not, says the Lord. I will unleash a young army of prophets that will speak for those who have been silenced. I will pour out my wrath upon the wicked, and they shall not escape, says the Lord. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord, and I will repay. For I have heard the prayers of the righteous, and I am charging my war angels to enter this battlefield in Ukraine. And I will cause a turning of the tables on Putin, and I will cause them to retreat and run. Even their own troops will rebel against Putin and turn on him now. And the powerful prayers of the watchmen intercessors, my prayer warriors, are causing the pulling down of these demonic powers and strongholds over these regions now, says the Lord. Watchmen on the wall have alerted my angelic armies through prayer. And I will avenge the innocent men and women and children who have shed blood for the righteous sake, says the Lord. The economy of China and Russia will now go through a collapse, but I will preserve and protect my people in these nations, and the whole world will know there is no God like Yeshua. There is no God like Jehovah. I will reset America back on the firm foundation, my son, the rock, Christ Jesus. And the financial shiftings and maneuverings of the brick nations will fall like a brick wall without mortar. It will backfire and it will fail, for I have not ordained this. This is the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, And I will knock it down like the walls of Jericho. I will cause a reset, says the Lord, a reset of the American dollar, and it will become the global standard again. And as I said before, I will restore. As I said before, I will restore. And my people shall never be ashamed, for I am causing a great reversal of fortune. Just like the widow woman in Second Kings chapter 8, who was being boasted about to the king by Gehazi, and she just happened to walk into the palace at that perfect moment in time, and the king declared a returning of all that she had lost and all the proceeds that made on her land uh, from that time, uh, from the time she left until then, till that moment. The earth is mine, the land is mine, says the Lord, the gold is mine, the silver is mine, and I am appointing angels as restoration officers to return to you all that you have lost, says the Lord, seven times greater than you had before. Hallelujah. This is the day of restoration. Amen. God is ready to release the increase. You know, Elijah stood on Israel, I mean before Israel, on Mount Carmel, and said to God's people, your hearts are divided, divided between two opinions. If you would just unite your heart, God would rid you of the wickedness around you and break the drought and the famine with rain. 
not just a little bit of rain, not just a, 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 a little shower, but an abundance of rain. And right now we stand in the holy place, but also with our feet in the United States of America, where there's been a drought, a spiritual drought. And I am making the same declaration today. This is not the end. No more having a divided heart. No more being divided from my body. No more being divided from my church, my bride, even forsaking the assemblings of yourselves as I've commanded you. Or you personally will not have rain, says the Lord. This is the day of decision. This is the day where you say, the Lord God is able. If he is, if he is able, make a decree united with me. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Whatever nation you are watching from right now, I want you to, to declare it with me. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Declare it. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And just like with Elijah, as they united their hearts before God, even in the presence of wickedness, Elijah had their agreement, and he prayed, and God sent fire from heaven and consumed the offering on his altar. And the same day, 850 false prophets were silenced in just one day. I want you to hear that loud and clear. In just one day. Remember that. I'm declaring to you tonight, everything is going to change for the good in just one day. Whatever happened on the altar would happen to the enemies of God. Let me say that again. Whatever happened on the altar would happen to the enemies of God in just one day. The prophets have prophesied, the people have agreed, and the promises of God are being reactivated for Israel, for America, and other nations. Things are being reset right now by the anointing of God, specifically the prophet's anointing. Ukraine, Brazil, the Middle East, the Asian nations, the nations that are battle-weary and battle-torn are going to be blessed once again. Now, Lord, destroy those enemies that have almost taken your sheep nations down. Show your power today. And Lord, we pray and we decree the abundance of rain. The cloud the size of a man's hand, we decree rain, rain, rain to the nations, rain, rain, rain to the kingdom of light in those nations. Amen. I can feel the the revelation of God being released in the nations right now. I can feel it like a surge of restoration at the release of his revelation. An open heaven and an open earth. God is moving mountains personally, and God is moving mountains in nations right now. And the display of God's power will now turn the eyes of the nation, of the nations, and including this nation, America, 
back to Yahweh Yeshua, back to Jesus, the one who is the eternal king, the one who was and is and is to come, the one who never changes. He is not finished with America, and he is not finished with Israel, and he is not finished with you. Amen. He's moving your mountain right now. I want you to hear me say that again. I'm prophesying the word of the Lord to you. He's moving your mountain right now. And for you and for your house, God is covenanted with you like he did with Joshua. Like he said to Joshua, uh, and for you and for your house, they all shall serve the Lord. Someone is watching me right now who is crying out saying, Lord, help my unbelief. I'm having a tough time believing what you've prophesied. I want, to, I, I want to believe that for me and for my house, but I'm struggling, Lord. Help me. Let me just tell you the word of the Lord. Believe it, says the Lord. I'm declaring it to you. Believe it. Something powerful is happening, and I can see your belief being healed right now. There's an erasing of past hurts and past failures right now. There's a restoration of your soul that is happening right now. Memories of the past, uh, memories of past pain is being healed right now. Someone was abused uh, physically, a woman, when you were a young girl. Those memories of that past pain are being healed right now. Soul ties are being broken right now. I hear young people saying, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. And the world around me is breaking into pieces. I want you to hear these words from this prophet. The effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man avails much. It releases much power. I'm standing in the presence of the Lord right now as I'm saying this to you. And he is making a way for you where you do not yet see a way. Fear not, young ones, for I am opening the heavens and breaking you through, says the Lord. You need a Savior, and I am here for you, says the Lord. I will put the pieces in place now and rescue you from disaster and chaos. Only be strong and very courageous. I see children children being healed at this very moment. I see children being healed right now. Some of them are grown children. You're grown children. Some of them are young children. Children are being restored back to a life of purpose. I see where there's been mental illness, where there's been physical malady. They're being restored back to a life of purpose and healed right now. I can see where disease has robbed some of them and affliction has robbed them. But I hear the Lord saying, this is your time of restoration, says the Lord. I see soul ties being cut right now. Soul ties with failures of the past. Uh, soul ties with, disappoint, for, for, with disappointment. Some of you are, are, have a soul tie to disappointment and, and failures. And God's cutting those ties. I break the power of that right now in the name of Jesus. That soul tie no longer uh, it, it 
it connects to your people now, Father. What you reveal, you heal. I see God unlocking the blessings that have been stored up, just like with that widow woman. <clears throat> blessings that have been stored up. God is unlocking them right now, setting you up. You're not in a setback, you're in a setup. And you're in a setup for a successful future in Him. I see mothers, grandmothers, sisters, brothers uh, uh, of these loved ones that the Lord is showing me. And you have been praying. You take this recording to those ones and play it for them. And the anointing will destroy the yoke off of them and deliver them and set them free, declares the Lord. Amen. I see uh, uh, people who have had crushing blows to their bodies being healed right now. There's a healing, a, a miracle that's in the works right now. And you are coming to the fulfillment of that. There's like all of the sudden, God hits the accelerator on your miracle. And these things are are accelerated in your body. These healings are accelerated in your body right now. Can you feel that? I believe the Lord is doing something greater than what we know right now. Greater than what you know. Greater than what you can sense right now. There's someone watching right now, and you are you are trying to get a business off the ground, and you feel like you're trying to drive a car with no wheels, and you just can't make anything happen. You've got everything in place, but you can't get it going. I just see a supernatural intervention of God happening right now. And, and you've made a decision, God, I'm going to do what you told me to do. I've got everything in place. But I see where God is asking you to put the house of the Lord first. Put the house of the Lord first. He wants you to be uh, connected to the body of Christ in such a powerful way. And putting the house of the Lord first. He wants you connected rightly. And when you connect to the house of the Lord rightly, it's like the four wheels get put on that vehicle of the future. And God's going to cause you to take off, and you're going to come out of the pit stop, and you're going to go on to win the race. Amen? Amen. I believe in the prophetic mantle. I just want you to know this. It's one of the offices that Jesus walked in. He was the great apostle, the great prophet, the great evangelist, the great pastor, and the great teacher. Amen? And so I walk in the office of the prophet. That's part of Jesus's mantle. And I've taught many times on this. Uh, But the prophet is the office that he's called me to, and he's anointed me to walk in this office. And by this anointing, I can release a turnaround and a breakthrough as he speaks these things to me. And that's exactly what I sense right now. This is exactly what has been occurring. God is ready to see you on the other side of your breakthrough. I see where there have been prayers for family members, and I mean this. This is, I'm standing before the Lord right now, and I hear the Lord saying to you, you've prayed for your family members. You've prayed for those that you love. Some of them are not family members, but some of you are singles, single individuals, and you're praying 
for your spouse and and not just family members now but they'll be family in the future and i see the spirit of god breaking you through to the other side of that hearing your prayer breaking off delay and breaking you through to the other side that's the anointing he's releasing right now i see some of you praying for family members that have had hard hearts towards god they've been uh wounded by the church Listen, these are wounded warriors. These are warriors, like David's warriors. They were wounded warriors. Uh, They're warriors that that were wounded by Saul's army. They were undervalued and overlooked by Saul's army, but these were the great ones, but they were in hiding. And when David stood up and took out Goliath, it activated something on the inside of them. And they begin to stand up, but then they were wounded by Saul's army. But when David came to his place in his position of authority in Saul's army, they all came to David. And when David was an, became an outcast, uh, they followed David. God's connecting you to a David right now. Those of your relatives that are wounded by the church, God is going to connect them to a David And there are Davids that are arising in the land right now. God is calling them out. I see them uh, in their late 30s and early 40s rising up now. And they're launching new things in the kingdom. And God's causing that prophetic mantle to uh, to, uh, be like a a resonating sound in their heart. And they're going to connect just like David's mighty men did to David. And something powerful is about to happen, and you're going to see many new ministries rise up and begin to work with those loved ones that you've been praying for. They're going to break through now. Amen. Amen. I see a, uh, I see another uh, another man watching now, and this may be for three or four that are watching right now. You're in your fifties, and uh, you you have been really uh, inundated with pressures and stresses of this world and how am I going to make life happen now? And it's like you don't have any, you've only got a set of, a small set of tools in your toolbox and you feel like I'm a specialist in things that worked yesterday. Listen, God didn't shortchange you. Those are the tools for the future. You've got something priceless that God's prepared you to do in the days to come. And he's going to start setting up some new things for you, setting up some new relationships. In fact, some of you are already in relationship with the ones that are going to open the door to your future for you. And, and God's causing you to have to humble yourself uh, and, and break free from past uh, church hurt. That's the best way I can describe it. You're going to break free from that. You're going to have to walk. For the prison door has been broken open. Now it's up to you to walk out of that jail cell and walk into the future and trust the Lord again. And as you do that, you're going to, it's going to take strong uh, spiritual fortitude to make that step. But when you do, all of a sudden, you're going to find out that you fit like a hand in a glove. 
God's already prepared a place for you to stand. You have a place to stand in the kingdom, and you have a place of standing in the kingdom. And God is going to show you uh, just how this all works, and you're going to find your place finally. And that gifting and that anointing in you is going to begin to be equipped on a whole new level to reach this up-and-coming generation. Amen. Amen. I just sense that prophetic anointing so strong right now. Y'all are so pulling on the anointing right now. So there's someone watching, and I want to say from Guam, somewhere in that region, and uh, you are crying out for freedom, for God to, to give you a way of escape from your current situation. And I see that by Tuesday, uh, there is there is something happening by Tuesday. It's almost like a shaking of the nation. And uh, and what's going to happen, uh, we'll, we'll call, God's going to open the door just like he did for Peter when he was in jail. The angel came and woke him up and led him completely out of the prison, out of the city, uh, past the city gates, uh, to the outskirts where there were disciples that were waiting for him. And I just see for that one that's crying out to God right now by Tuesday. There's a shaking happening, <clears throat> and a quaking's going to happen, and it's going to open something up for you to be able to escape that supernaturally, escape that situation, and God's going to lead you by His Spirit. You may even have an angel show up. I don't know, but I'm just telling you what I'm hearing, and the Lord's going to lead you to the place where you can connect with those disciples uh, that you're supposed to be connected to. And God's going to answer your prayer in a supernatural way. And you're going to be one that stands firm in the faith for many decades to come to lead many back into the kingdom, many back into a supernatural relationship with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to know it's my privilege, uh, sincere privilege, to speak the word of the Lord and not just prophesy, but to equip you with prophetic truth that's going to uh, cause you to overcome and to be more than a conqueror. Amen. Uh, you know, I see healing happening right now in the body of Christ. Healing. There's many that have been going through physical attacks. It's like a physical attack out of nowhere. <clears throat> You've been doing well. And it's like a physical attack right now. There's a miracle healing anointing touching you. I am the God that healeth thee. I am Rapha. I am Jehovah Rapha. I am the God that healeth thee. <clears throat> Jesus bore that sickness. He carried that disease. And you are healed right now. Father, I decree healing to their bodies right now. I declare it. I decree it now. By the authority of of the office that I stand in right now before you in Jesus' name. I decree and declare the word of the Lord. Be healed now. Be healed. Receive that healing right now. Supernatural intervention. <clears throat> For some of you, the doctor's going to know what to do now where they didn't know what to do. For some of you, that reoccurring thing is going to stop now. And the healing is going to be com completed in your body. That reoccurring sickness or that reoccurring attack is stopped now. And you're going to be healed. You're, you're receiving your healing right now. It's no longer going to happen again.
Some of you have been sick for so long, you don't even know what it's like to feel normal. <clears throat> You're going to feel normal. Really, this week, God's doing a miracle in you, and this week you're going to come to the place where you're going to say, I, I heard Prophet Marty say this, and now I'm experiencing the, the fulfillment of that word, that word of the Lord, and I feel normal again. Amen? Amen. There's someone watching. You have had intestinal issues. I'm trying to get to the, to the teaching and the equipping workshop that God's given to me to give to you tonight but i just see someone's got a intestinal issue <clears throat> you may know it, you may not know it but you may get the report that you have an intestinal issue or maybe you already have that report but i see healing supernatural healing right now the anointing is going right into your intestines and healing you up healing you up i see like uh uh, uh gallbladder a diverticulitis and diverticulosis is being healed right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I release that healing right now. Someone's listening to this podcast and you're saying, God, what about my, what about these migraines? Well, they're not your migraines. God's taking that away from you right now. Migraines leave that person now. I decree it. I declare it. God knew he would be listening and I declare my, or, or she, I declare migraines leave now in Jesus' name. It could be for more than one. But I see migraines leaving the people of God now, those that are listening right now in the name of Jesus. This is a breakthrough moment. This is a breakthrough, a breaker anointing. Amen. Amen. Somebody has had uh, problems with their feet and you are, you're having a difficulty walking. It's like sharp pains in your arches. And Father, I just command healing right now. What you reveal, you heal. I release that healing to them right now by the word of the Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, just say, I got my breakthrough. I got my healing. Whatever you, whatever you feel like God just gave to you. Decree it, declare it. Come on, this is a voice activated covenant. You got to say it. Amen. You got to speak some things. You got to declare some things. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to continue with the workshop, the prophetic workshop. And we started this last week. And the subject matter is never quit. Come on, God wants you to have persistence and perseverance by the Holy Spirit, uh, a, a never quit attitude. And how many of you know the Spirit of God is blowing with mighty winds right now, and everything is in the change? You know, when they were to cross over uh, the Red Sea, God sent a mighty wind of the Spirit and pushed the Red Sea back on both sides. And he sent another wind of the Spirit and began to push back Pharaoh and his army so that they couldn't even get close to the people of God. The winds of the Spirit are blowing like that right now. And things are changing for the good, and God is making a way where there, where there was no way. Amen? When they came to the Jordan, <clears throat> the priests had to, had to step on the shore 
of the Jordan. It was at flood tide. It looked even more impossible. If there was a time to cross, it would have been when everything was normal, but this was at flood tide. And God said, yeah, that's the odds that I like. That's the way I like the picture to look when I move. I like it to look near impossible so that you know that the God that you serve is the God of the impossible. I make impossible things possible for my people. And God sent wind, and uh, he sent wind upstream. And the priests, when they touched, their feet touched the, the edges of the Jordan, carrying the Ark of the Covenant, God sent a wind. And upstream, he sent the wind and the water started receding until finally uh, it was dried up and the priest crossed over into the middle on dry ground. Hallelujah. I'm just telling you, the winds of God are blowing and everything is changing for the good. <clears throat> I want to look at some scriptures tonight and deliver this word of the Lord to you uh, with a scriptural underpinning, underpinning like I always try to do so that you have scriptural proof of the word of the Lord. Amen. I want to draw both from the old covenant and the new covenant and apply proper hermeneutics, proper, proper biblical interpretational context, knowing that everything from the old Testament is to be understood from the lens of the new Testament. Everything in the old Testament is to be understood from the lens of the new Testament. So everything in the word of God is in there for a reason Every Old Testament scripture must be interpreted in the light of the New Testament revelation. Let me say that again. Every Old Testament scripture must be interpreted in the light of the New Testament revelation. One of the books of the Old Testament I've always had a difficult time trying to fit into my understanding when I was younger was the book of Job. And I know many of you uh, are familiar with the story uh, where Jesus is and his disciples are asking Jesus, why was this man born blind? Remember that? They said, why was he born blind? Was it his fault? Was it his parents' fault? Uh, was it, uh, whose fault was it? That he, Who sinned? Was it his sin? Was it his parents' sin? Why was he born blind? And Jesus very quickly answers them and says, neither. In other words, it wasn't their sins that brought this about, and it wasn't their parents' sin or his sin that brought this about. Then Jesus says that the works of God might be worked within him. I must work the works of him who has called me. So essentially, Jesus is saying, Quit trying to figure out all that stuff. Let's just let the healing power of God flow and let the blind man see. Sometimes we can get so distracted on why this is happening or why something else is happening or why, why something's not happening. And that's really not the issue. The issue we need to be concerned with, and listen, <clears throat> there's always going to be stuff that you're walking through that you can't always figure out. You don't have to have it all figured out to get through it. That's the stuff you have to just put on the shelf and say, Lord, I know that all things work together for my good and that you know all things. And so what I do know is that my mission has not changed 
and the gospel has not changed, and God's word does not change. And so God will give you understanding as you're able to handle the understanding. Some things have to prophetically unfold and become revelation inside of you before you can get a grip on what Jesus was doing. You know, sometimes we don't understand uh, stuff that we're walking through, but the old terminology is hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, sometimes we understand things better looking back as the Lord gives us understanding. Remember, Jesus uh, told his disciples, there are many things I cannot tell you right now because you can't handle that truth yet. Remember that old movie, You Just Can't Handle the Truth, right? <clears throat> Jesus was trying to tell them, you can't handle this truth yet. And Job was one of those things that I couldn't understand or fit into my doctrine when I was younger in my teenage years and learning and, and, and studying and and trying to figure it all out. In fact, when I got saved, I actually thought it was the book of Job. I didn't know it was the man's name. And I thought that's where you go to pray for a job. And so that just kind of lets you know where I started out. Uh, by the way, Job was one of those books that was regularly avoided by most preachers too. Uh, you know, it's the oldest book of the Bible, by the way. And basically everybody that hears about Job uh, their response is, oh, no, I don't want to talk about Job because nobody wants to look at that book. However, in the New Testament, we get some insights as to why the book is in there to start with. There's specific reason that there are specific reasons that the book is in there. And there's a specific reason that Jesus mentions it and a specific reason it was canonized into Scripture. So let's first look at the book of James chapter 5. James chapter 5 and verse 9, it says, don't grumble against one another. James chapter 5 and verse 9, don't grumble against one another, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. Don't grumble against one another, lest you become condemned, because the judge is standing at the door. And then verse 10 says, my brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. Now, a lot of people want to be prophets. They want to call themselves prophets. They want to anoint themselves as a prophet. Listen, someone else has to speak that over you first before you start calling yourself a prophet. Someone of authentic authority needs to declare that over you before you call yourself a prophet. And, uh, and so the prophets are, are the example in Scripture of suffering and patience. And then verse 11 says, indeed, indeed we count them blessed who endure. Have you heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord? That's so powerful that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. So the patience or the perseverance of Job. Now remember what I said about interpreting the Old Testament in light of the New Testament, the New Testament understanding. So in the New Testament, this is one specific place where we see Job mentioned. And James, who is the brother of Jesus, is bringing to light uh, this. It's about perseverance. In other words, don't quit. 
It's about endurance and having patience and persistence and perseverance. Don't quit. Actually, a better interpretation is not necessarily long-suffering, but persistence. Persistence. It means never quitting. It means I will not stop. I will continue to do what is right, even when I don't feel like it. I'll keep doing what's right, even when there are forces around me that are shouting at me, what's right is right, what's right is wrong, and what's wrong is right. And you need to go the wrong way to go the right way. Listen, Bishop Hammond taught me a long time ago that the devil will offer you any price to compromise and to sell out, especially when the pressure is on. Let me tell you, the pressure is on for many people to call wrong right and right wrong. You've got to make a decision to do what is right and to stand in righteousness because it is the right thing to do, period. And it doesn't matter, come hell or high water, it doesn't matter if I don't see the promise manifested immediately or the way that I expected it to come to pass, I will still serve the Lord and I will never quit. There has to be an integrity built on the inside of you by the Holy Spirit. And this is how he does it. In times of pressure, he begins to develop integrity, never giving up, never giving in, never giving, uh, uh, giving over truth for a lie. Integrity is proven and, and matured when the pressure is on. Whenever something is manufactured, you know, they take it through the integrity of the, uh, take that through the test of the integrity of the product by putting it under stress. Now listen, you've got to allow God to develop some integrity on the inside of you in times like these. Well, what do we do in times like these? You stand on what you know God has developed as truth on the inside of you. Don't, don't compromise uh, just for the moment. Integrity has to be proven out and developed. Amen? So whenever the stresses of life are placed upon you, you can still stand in the midst of that situation no matter what happens and say, I'm standing in the truth. It doesn't matter what's happening around me. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You, Jesus spoke a, a, a parable about a man that built his house on the rock and a man that built his house on shifting sand. On shifting sand looked good. It was easier. It cost less. Uh, but the man that built his house upon the rock was the only house that was standing when the storms of life came. When the pressure was on, the things that are wrong will collapse every time. We have to make a decision. We're going to do what is right. We're going to believe what is right. We're going to speak what is right, no matter what is going on in the world around us and no matter what pressure is on us. Listen, I want you to understand this is not a doom and gloom message. This is a message of dealing with the fate God has determined for you and just having to deal with the cards that were dealt with you. That's what the, that's what the world tells you. Uh, first of all, that's not truth. You can change your circumstances by decreeing 
the prophetic word or decreeing the promises of God. You can change everything happening around you by what you say. This is a a voice-activated faith. And in exercising your faith, his powerful promises will change what's happening around you. Believe what thus saith the Lord, and, and, and believing what thus saith the Lord will cause situations to change from bad to good. That's what Paul told Timothy. Get back to those powerful prophecies that were spoken over you, Timothy, and wage war with them. That's so powerful. Wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have gone over you. Listen, there are things that you can do to turn life around and see God's God's best develop in your life for you and for your family. That's why we declare, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The facts may say one thing today, but if you'll put the powerful prophetic promises of God in your mouth and speak them and decree them over and over, the facts will conform and change to the truth that you decree. This is a prophetic lesson of of hope. You have the authority of God to change your situation. And that's the that's how God grows us. That's how he develops us. That's how he equips us to understand and trust us with more truth. <coughs> Excuse me. Things don't just change automatically. <clears throat> you have to do some things. You know, in the natural, the Bible says, if a man doesn't work, a man doesn't eat. And so that is a natural fact. You have to labor in order in order to have food for your table and bills paid. Now, I'm not talking about wages right now or, or getting into that whole thing. But listen, if you have faith in God, it doesn't matter what's going on in the world around you. God will provide supernaturally for you. <clears throat> Some people say, well, uh, gas prices, you know, gas prices. Can't go to church, gas prices. Uh, can't do this, gas prices. Listen. You have to make a determination. God's your provider. And it doesn't matter if gas prices go up to $20 a gallon. God will provide. Amen? And so the same thing is true spiritually. You have to make a decision. It doesn't matter what the cost is. We're going to stand on truth. Uh, Things don't change automatically. You have to co-labor with the Lord And that's how you get the payday. When we co-labor with the Lord, we agree uh, to the change that the Lord wants to happen, and we agree and do it with the Lord. Scripture declares, I am the Lord, and I change not. And so the facts say one thing, but the truth remains unchangeable. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The truth is unchangeable, right? And so in the book of Job, Job 42.10 says the Lord restored Job's losses when, when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. If you've been going through troubles, don't quit. Prophesy. Pray for others. Decree life. You know, I was talking with... Uh, 
some very powerful apostles today. And, uh, and they said, well, remember to pray for this person. I said, I've been praying for that person. And, you know, when you're, when you're in battle, that's the most powerful time to pray for somebody else because you've got your, your sword is so sharp. Amen. And right now, many people are in battle. And if you'll begin to fight for others and prophesy the word of the Lord over others, decree for others, you'll find out that God will begin to do the same thing for you. If you're facing challenges that you don't understand, don't quit. Don't backslide. Prophesy. Come on, prophesy. You're anointed to prophesy. There is the gift of prophecy in the Holy Spirit that is on the inside of you. There is the spirit of prophecy. You don't have to be you don't have to walk in the office of a prophet today. You just need to prophesy as the spirit of God directs you. In fact, you should start rejoicing that twice as much is on your way just like Job. If you're having a Job experience, just go ahead and lift your hands and thank God and decree double is coming to me, double for all my trouble. In other words, your end will be better than your beginning, right? Job 42 and verse 11, the very next verse, it says, Then all his brothers and sisters and all those who had been his acquaintances before came to him and ate food with him in his house. They consoled him, they comforted him for all the adversity that that the Lord had brought upon him, each one gave him a piece of silver, and each one gave him a ring of gold. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning, for he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camel, a 1,000 yoke of oxen, a 1,000 female donkeys, and he also had seven sons and three daughters." And here we see God gave him twice as much as he had in the beginning. Why? Because he wouldn't quit. He was persistent with the word of the Lord. He he continued to prophesy, God will turn this matter around no matter what it looks like. No matter what, he just continued to believe God. He was like Abraham. He was fully persuaded what God promised was coming to pass, no matter what the troubles were. He had prophetic persistence in the midst of adverse circumstances. Listen, this is what I want to encourage you with tonight. Let God develop prophetic persistence in you. If God said it, it's going to happen. He will not alter what has come out of his lips. That's what the word says. Living in the world, there's a real devil and demonic powers that we have to face off with. And we either defeat them or they defeat us. 1 Timothy 1 and verse 18 says, This charge I commit to you, my son Timothy. This is Apostle Paul speaking to his spiritual son Timothy. He said, I want to charge you. I want to, I want your batteries low. I want to charge you back up to full your spiritual batteries with this, Timothy. According to the prophecies previously made concerning you, in other words, God God has already equipped you with what you need to prevail. (coughs) 
that by them you might wage a good warfare, not a bad warfare. Bad warfare is the one you lose. Wage the good warfare, having a good conscience. Listen, you have to get a hold of your thoughts and bring them into captivity to the obedience of Christ, having a good conscience, which some having rejected concerning the faith have gone shipwrecked of whom are Hermanius and Alexander, who I delivered unto Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. Uh, not to blaspheme. The reality is this, either you fight or you lose, one or the other. Hermanius and Alexander, they gave up on the, on the prophetic, and they lost. We're in a time where many people are, are in the same battles, side by side, and one is seeing prophecy come to pass, and one is failing. Why? The battle is so intense. <clears throat> the difference is this. You've got to wage a good warfare with prophecy. You've got to speak what God wants you to speak. You've got to fight and co-labor with the Lord. And we're in a time where, it's, where it has been... Uh, it has been... Uh, it, it has been accepted that you don't have to go to church. Let me tell you, there's some things that are happening that will only happen for you when you come among those of like faith and you, and you come into the assembly of the saints, when you come together. <clears throat> and the battle is so intense, like I said, if you, you have to remain close to the shepherd. And if you're a straggler, you can be more easily targeted by the devil and more easily attacked by the devil. But if you draw in close and you recognize one puts a thousand to flight, two puts ten thousand, there's there's such a greater victory that comes with much less effort when you start coming together with the body of Christ and you're all in in unified heart before the Lord, decreeing the word of the Lord. Uh, you begin to use the weapons of your warfare against the enemy of your soul. Remember, your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions, and you have to fight. Why do I have to fight? Because the enemy, your adversary, adversary op- opposes you. And Peter actually <clears throat> calls him your adversary the roaming lion, the roaming, roaring lion, seeking whom he can devour. Roaring means he's speaking something to you to give up, to compromise, to, to accept something as truth that's, that God says, God's word says is not truth, and make you give in to fear and not holding on to your faith. An adversary brings adversity, causes adverse situations to occur. He's trying to get you off of the sure foot and onto a slippery foundation. He tries to bring adversity, but I've got good news for you. If you'll do it God's way, you'll find out you're more than a conqueror through Christ, proving that you'll not quit, you'll not stop in the day of adversity, like the Bible says. If you'll just make a final decision, there's no price I'm going to sell out. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to sell out. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep fighting. If I fight, I win. 
If I give up, I lose. If you'll keep integrity with God, victory will be realized every single time. Amen. God has never lost a battle, and you're in God. And God has destined you to win. He's destined you for victory. You're not just positionally in Christ, but in all aspects of your life, you are in Christ. This is the gospel. That This is the good news. Amen. You are destined to win. You are destined for victory. 2 Corinthians 2.14. Thanks to be to God who always causes us to triumph. Amen. Job went through a, a difficult process, longer than he wanted to, harder than he thought it would be. <clears throat> but he, <coughs> he, he ended up with twice as much. He had double for all of his trouble. When his process was over, and there is a process sometimes, but if we'll see the process from heaven's perspective, you'll see it works together for your good. Amen? I don't know how many people along the way I've counseled uh, to and, and encourage and watch them just do the exact opposite. They let their their the programming of this world speak tr- the, the world's truth to them, and they stuck to that. And that's what Isaiah was talking about. They they called the lie truth and truth the lie. Uh, dark is light and light is dark. Listen, the enemy knows how to humiliate you. And 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 defeat you but don't allow that to happen the enemy knows how to roar at you through all the circumstances of life but there's only one roar that you need to pay attention to that's the roar of the lion of the tribe of judah all job's friends told him to quit the reality is that job made a decision to do what was right regardless of who was for him or against him he knew he was a a god pleaser not a man pleaser and to fight, and to declare the word of the Lord. Because spiritual warfare is a reality. And even when Job was being told to do something different by those around him, they may be well-meaning, but if it doesn't line up with the Bible, then you have the responsibility of the integrity of your heart towards God to throw that thing to the curb. Amen. Job made a determination within his heart and within his spirit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe what God said. God's not a man that he would lie, uh, nor the son of man that he should repent for what he said. <clears throat> Whenever I make a decision to serve God and follow his path, I've made a decision no matter the challenge, no matter what I face, I'm going all the way through. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil because He's with me, and his rod and his staff it comforts me. You don't ever need to backslide. You don't ever need to repent for a decision if you make that decision first. Amen. I'm going to be a covenant keeper, not a covenant breaker. I'm going to stand firm in my integrity, and I'm going to prophesy the word of the Lord. I'm going to speak to my circumstances until my circumstances are are, are melted down and brought into right alignment, and they line up perfectly with the truth that God has declared. Amen? Faithful, persistent, loyal, never giving up, never quitting. You were designed to go from glory to glory and from faith to faith and prophecy to promise fulfilled in your life. Amen? That's the life that God's designed for you. 
That's the way God wants you to co-labor with him. Amen. And I just decree over you something good is about to happen. God has promised you a double portion. And God has made prophetic promises to you. And he'll turn everything around for your good if you'll just continue to put one foot in front of the other and say, I may not understand it, but like Mary said to the angel, be it unto me according to your word, Father. If God be for me, who can be against me? Amen. The path of the righteous is blessed. The steps of the righteous are ordered of the Lord. Get ready for the dawning for an, of a new day of destiny. Amen. 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 Well, thank you again for staying with us all this time. We've relocated in case you haven't heard. Uh, every Sunday we're meeting right now at 4 p.m. every Sunday at 768 forest retreat road in hendersonville listen if you're in the area and you're a part of this house you've got to come to church it's just a a non-negotiable you're setting a new order for your bloodline you've got to be extreme you've got to you've got to be extremely blessed by the lord and you've got to be extremely faithful if you want to see the extreme uh fullness of god in your life We've relocated again to 768 Forest Retreat Road in Hendersonville. Now, we've been there for about three weeks now. This will be our fourth week there. And so uh, I want to encourage you to come to the new location, 4 p.m. on Sunday, 768 Forest Retreat Road in Hendersonville, Tennessee. And uh, I look forward to seeing you there. If you come, I want to lay hands on you. I want to prophesy over you. I want to release a prophetic charge to you. And I want to see God's best manifest in your life and in your family. Amen. I'm committed every week to bring a word of hope and life to you and to speak life. And to speak life to you so that you have a charge from the Holy Spirit every week uh, on, uh, on a deeper level. Friday nights are much deeper than Sundays, although Sundays are really coming unglued with the presence of the Lord I just have to follow the Holy Spirit. Amen. But I want to thank every one of you that stand with us and support us. And uh, I pray that these prophetic workshops will continue to charge you and cause you to, to, to go for it. Cause you to go for everything that God has for you. Run for your destiny. Amen. Don't just uh, pace yourself. No, I want you to go for it. God wants you to go for it. Amen. And so as we bring our tithes and our offerings before the Lord tonight, I want to encourage you. God is pressing you through this moment and releasing greater favor than you've ever imagined on your life. He's already gone before you, the Bible says, and his reward is with him. We just need to live by faith and continue to press through until we catch up to him and we receive the reward of the Lord for this hour. Amen. I want to challenge you uh, to stand firm and believe that something good is about to happen to you. God has a plan to bless you, a plan to give you a future and a hope and to prosper you. And so, I, listen, when they crossed uh, in, into the promised land, they began to possess their promises. Uh, there was one named Achan who decided, I want to take a little bit for myself first. Listen, don't mess with the tithe. Uh, it ended up costing him greatly. It ended up costing uh, all of Israel a, a, a charge. Uh, it cost them 
to, to the point where they lost lives of men and that sort of thing. Uh, but God fixed it. Uh, <clears throat> Achan and his family were dealt with, and it was a severe uh, judgment from God on them and, the, and his family. Listen, don't mess with what belongs to God. I just want to charge some of you. Uh, God wants you to walk in a greater blessing. Bring your tithes and offerings to the Lord that are right. Amen. Just make a, an integrity decision before God. I'm going to do what's right. And watch what God does for you. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for our partners right now. You're going to show your power, your grace, your favor. You're going to show them, Father, as they march through these moments with you, Father, that you, you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that they could ask, all that they could think or dream or imagine. You're going you're gonna to break records for them, Father. You're going to do incredible things for your people. For, nothing is impossible for those who believe. And Father, your word declares if you receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. And Father, right now, I decree the prophet's reward is released to the people of God that are partnering with us right now. And Father, I release that charge to them now, supernaturally open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that they don't have room enough to receive, that they're so blessed that they have to be a blessing to many others as well. I've seen you do it in my life. I've seen you do it in thousands of lives. And Father, I believe you're doing, doing it in their lives now. In Jesus' name, amen. If you want to sow a seed tonight and give in support of the ministry here, uh, and you're receiving prophetic ministry and prophetic charge, it's right to be a blessing uh, to those who labor for you. Amen. And so if you want to do that, if you're watching on social media, there's a link that you can click on that you can uh, give in that way. Uh, probably the easiest way is text giving. Uh, the number that you would text any amount to is 84321. It's 84321. Whatever the amount is, if it's $10, uh, I call that the in-your-face offering, uh, $10. If, you, if, if you're not sure how much to give uh, or you want to give but you don't have very much, a, a $10 is an in-your-face offering. You feel $10 leave, right? Uh, but you put the number 10 and then you send it to 84321. Amen. That's 84321. And shove it in the devil's face as you do it. Amen. If you're mailing, if you prefer to mail your offering, you can mail it to Life Point or Marty Layton, P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee, 37077. Especially people that give sizable gifts, uh, especially those that want to sow into the building fund. Uh, it's very uh, appreciated. And listen, I believe God pours back on you hundredfold return for what you do uh, for the prophetic and, and the prophets in the kingdom of God. God rewards you greatly for that. And so that's P.O. Box 1822, Hendersonville, Tennessee. And we appreciate that. And I, I believe it's sacred when you give to God. Amen. Uh, also, I want to invite you to give on our website at lifepointchurch.cc. There's a link right at the top and at the bottom as well uh, that you can click on and you can give... Uh, right there on the website. And I want to remind you that there's also a place where you can send in your prayer requests. And I do pray with our prayer partners and uh, those that stand with us. I stand with you and uh, I pray with you and I pray for you. 
and uh, and I just want to charge you, send in your prayer requests. Let me stand with you. Let me pray with you. Miracles are happening. Many great things are happening right now uh, for those that I'm praying with and those that I'm believing with. And so expect a miracle. Let me pray with you. Amen. Again, I want to invite you to come out this Sunday, 4 p.m. at 768 Forest Retreat Road in Hendersonville. Let me just remind you one more time. Uh, 768 Forest Retreat Road right here in Hendersonville. Come prepared to receive and be blessed. Bring your kids. There's incredible children's ministry. Bring your youth. Uh, bring your loved ones. Everyone. There's something for everybody. Amen. But mainly the Holy Spirit is there. And the Holy Spirit is being poured out so strong on Sundays at 4 p.m. at Life Point Church, 768 Forest Retreat Road in Hendersonville. Thank you. You don't want to miss it. Amen. Amen. I also want to thank Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell is a friend of this house, and uh, he's been a blessing to this ministry, and he's a continual blessing to speak life. He loves the prophets of God, and uh, he's made available to this audience great products and big discounts. And uh, both of his websites are MyPillow.com and MyStore.com. And when you go to these websites, use the promo code Marty, my first name, Marty, and uh, you're going to receive a great discount by doing that. Uh, right now, there's a blowout sale going on. Buy one, get one free sale. Just use the promo code Marty. You'll get all the discounts. Uh, some people prefer to call in. If you prefer to call your order in so that you can talk to a person instead of putting it into a computer, uh, you can call the number 800 859 That's 800-859-2938. Just remember to use the promo code MARTY and you'll receive a deep discount. And what happens is he sends an offering out of every purchase uh, to support Speak Life. And so we appreciate that. And uh, we are grateful to the Lord for that sponsorship. Amen. Amen. I want to remind you, you can, al- you can always watch the show live Every Friday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time right here in America on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. And by putting it on those platforms, uh, we can also reach all around the world. And that is exactly what the Lord is using this broadcast to do and this podcast to do. Uh, But it's it's live every Friday night, 7 p.m. Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and on Rumble, please tell others about it so that they can tune in as well. Also, like I said, this is a podcast, and so please check us out on iTunes, on Spotify, and on Charisma Podcast Network, or anywhere you listen to podcasts, you're going to find us there. Do me a favor, give us a five-star review. That helps us greatly uh, to be populated uh, towards the top of the platforms there, and uh, we appreciate that. Amen. And speaking of platforms, you can find me on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, which is now, I guess, the, the they call it X now, uh, since Elon Musk just changed the name to X. Uh, you can find me on Truth. You can find me on Getter, on YouTube, on Rumble, all the platforms, at Marty Layton. Just look for at Marty Layton and follow me, subscribe, like me, ring the bell, whatever it takes, uh, but do that as soon as you can. Uh, Before you log out today, uh, 
find me on all the platforms and help us out there that way. Thank you again for doing that. And I also want to thank you for tuning in to Speak Life. This is a great opportunity for us to get to know each other and for the word of the Lord to begin to, to, to be released to the nations. And uh, Proverbs 18.21 declares, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So I want to encourage you always, speak life. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Speak Life with Marty Layton. Please help us spread hope and share this podcast with a friend. Join us again as we speak life into our world.